Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Back again at the Bear Claw, hashtag DBC. We are with our third installment of our offseason series justin's versus caleb and the person i've been trying to wrangle get our schedules to combine to get this third one in finally happened like a shooting star across the sky our newest contributor at the bear claw tiff tiff how are you doing? i'm good and you're welcome because yes this has been a dream of yours for quite some time so you're welcome this is your late christmas present Early birthday present, all of that wrapped into one. My birthday ain't for another nine months. It lasts. So. It lasts. This episode is going to last forever. So we could replay it in October. Uh, I could. And you also can give me another gift before then, uh, when the time arises. You know, as, I'll as come you back know. on. I'll be a guest for your birthday. Uh, you're not a guest. You're a contributor at the very Oh, a contributor. My bad. Okay. We're going to quibble over language here. Okay. I'll contribute. I'll be a contributor again. Mm-hmm. We starting off strong already, already to the quibbling. I'm ready. That's, that's, Let's that's go. exactly it. that's your love language. So you love to quibble. Uh, you're a quibbler, Sweet right? But also, mm, I differing opinions on that. So I would just continue on my introduction of you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Tiff. Uh, you've been a long-standing Chicago Bears fan for. Mm, a long, a lot of years. You've seen a lot of ups. You've seen more downs, right? Not, not including bear downs. I've seen more downs than ups. I actually, the anniversary of Devin Hester's uh, Super Bowl 
Run Back has been played quite frequently recently, and it breaks my heart every time I see it because you know me, I like to talk a lot. And that Super Bowl, when he ran that back, I talked so much at the Super Bowl party. Like, you could not tell me we were not winning that Super Bowl. And so that's just a, a quintessential Bears fan stab in the heart moment where it's like you couldn't have told every Bears fan in the house that we were not winning that game. It was destined. And then it ain't happened. So that's the life that I've lived as a Bears fan. But if we're anything, we're loyal. Yeah, we ain't got no other choice but to be loyal. I think the cynicism and the uh, despair brings us closer as a fan base, as a uh, community of sports fans in the upper northern Illinois area. Does it though? Because some Bears fans are real intolerable. I know that's every I know that's every fan base, but some Bears fans, man, it's like they've been angry and bitter so long they don't ne- they don't want to be without the bitterness. It's almost like they don't want to succeed because then they'd have to be happy about the Bears and they that's wouldn't have nothing to complain about. So like I don't know, Bears fans, ooh, we could be real honorary sometimes. That mean that, that goes into what I was saying. You know, it's it's. You've you you've got a happy place in that despair, and you just you're so used to being heartbroken and being disappointed that you don't even know how to act right when there might be a good thing Facts. right in front of you. Facts. Speaking of the good thing that might be on the horizon, um, so the Bears have the have the largest decision to make out of the entire league. The biggest question of the offseason sits right there at Hallis Hall. Um, What will they do at quarterback one? Will they draft this, you know, a lot of people say can't miss prospect at one, or will they keep Justin Fields, another fantastic quarterback, good quarterback that they already have and build around him? So I'm going to let you speak on you think they should go in but before you start i noticed you're wearing a bears jersey who's on the back of that bears jersey might i I mean it's really it's really no guess i don't know if we can see that but that's number one it's him uh i wanted there to be no equivocation about where i stood in this debate i am firmly in the justin fields camp i am jf1 all the way Uh, i've been a fan of him since college I just like, I like his game. I like his mentality. I like the way he handled adversity at Georgia, you know, got out of that situation, went to Ohio State, balled out um, in, you know, in the playoffs that year when he was playing Clemson and Sunshine, who was supposed to be unbeatable and untouchable, that whole team, him as a quarterback, you know, how Justin Fields came out, got hurt. You know, I mean, they were laying him out over and over and over, and he still stayed in the game you know, ended up winning a game that nobody thought they were going to win. So I've been a fan of Justin Fields for years. And it was like, when we got him, like, I was so, I was like, this is it. Like we on the way now, but it's like, I feel like, and we may get into this. I don't want to go too far, but I feel like he was never set up for success, of course. And it's like, he's carried us through these trying years as we're trying to rebuild and get these pieces and now it's like we're 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 going in the right direction, but now it's like we're ready to drop him off. And I, you know, I feel the world's unfair and all that, but I feel that's unfair to him. I feel like he's given his heart to Chicago. I feel like he's dealt with the fans, he's dealt with the media, like you know what I'm saying. He's kept a positive attitude. His teammates 
ride for him. And I'm not talking about just like, oh yeah, that's my gal or the, you know, the, the company line that players give, they ride for him on both sides of the ball on the offense and the defense. So it's like, these are people that see him and play with him every single day. They see his talent. Other players in the league talk about him, whether it's, you know, other QBs, other defensive players, they talk about his level of talent and what he can be and his potential. And it's like, yeah, we've seen him for a couple years and there's been some ups and there's been some downs. Like I'm not delusional that Justin Fields been out here playing the best ball every week, but it's like, has he been set up for success? Would anybody have been playing the best ball in the situation that he's in? And it's like, we know what we have and we're moving in a positive direction versus the unknown of Caleb, which, you know, I get on my feelings about him in a second, but I just feel like the way Justin Fields has commanded the team, the way his team has ride, you know, rode for him, the way fans ride for him. Like we've all seen the little Facebook polls and social media polls, but I actually saw a polling company that did an, a, you know, a scientific poll And 75% of fans wanted Justin Fields to stay in some way. I think 30 or 40 some odd percent wanted him to solely stay and to build the team around him. And then the other 30 or whatever percent wanted us to keep him and and draft Caleb. But that leaves only 25% who don't want Justin on the team. So it's like you got the fan base behind you. You got your team behind you. It's like Chicago is in such a weird position because you, number one, we've never had a franchise quarterback. Any other scenario, if this was three years ago and a, a, a player of Caleb Williams, you know, caliber was was coming out of the draft and we had the number one, it would be not a question. And every fan and everybody would be 100% around it. But now you've got a situation where if we get rid of Justin, you've got Caleb coming into a situation where more than half of the people didn't want him. Like, that's unheard of for a number one draft pick of this high of a caliber to have that high, you know, and fans are fickle. If he starts winning, then, of course, you're going to convert people. But what if he doesn't? What if he does, like, almost every other rookie saves C.J. Stroud and he struggles a little bit his first year? What's going to be the first thing everybody says? Caleb is exactly that. He is a transformational franchise type of guy he could be and uh, you know i ride for black quarterbacks i hope he is wherever he goes and if he comes to chicago which i have a very sad feeling he may then i'm a i'm a you know do a little work and i'm gonna come around to caleb because at the end of the day he's my qb but it's like what if or what you know like you all of this is chance. Like NFL scouts and all of them, they're like meteorologists. They can be wrong more than half the time and they never really get called on and they continue to do their job. So like all these analysts on TV, Mel Kuyper and all these people, all these social media fans, we're all guessing. Nobody knows what Caleb Williams is going to be. Nobody knows what Justin's going to continue to be. Like, it's all a gamble, but at least we've seen Justin play in the NFL, right? Everybody keeps throwing out what Caleb's done in college. We all know it's no comparison between college competition and NFL competition, especially the competition that Caleb was playing again. And again, not to slight him, but let's be honest about where he was playing his entire career and the level of talent 
And it's not going to be the same in the NFL. He's not going to have those five seconds that he had at USC to scramble around. And the same thing people hate Justin for it. What like, that's the part that throws me off. It's like Caleb's game. You know, he, you may talk about a stronger arm and all these different things that people, but his game is a lot like Justin's except he's less athletic. So I don't know. Um, there's there's certain things that he does better than Justin. I would I would firmly I firmly what stand. Sure? I've heard his footwork. What what do you think he does better than Justin? I, as of right now, coming out of come out of the college ranks, going into the pre draft process, Caleb Fields is a better quarterback than Justin Fields was at that same point. Now, mind you, Caleb Williams had a lot more time as a starter than Justin Fields did when he was in when he was in the SEC and the Big Ten at, at later at a later point in his career. So that plays into it as well. He also had a league um a pro a pro style offensive guy, Lincoln Riley, developing him. So those things play play into that and into that opinion as well. However, um I, I do want to come back to what you said about Justin and you know what we what we already know we have with uh with uh with him as a versus what we don't have what we don't know well caleb yes it is a gamble and i will never ever ever shy at any of my teams from taking risks to be great never and that's what it, that's exactly what it takes you know to be great alex alex smith had led the kansas city chiefs to like consecutive maybe even more double digit winning seasons and they Kansas City Chiefs moved up because they saw they had a transformational quarterback right there sitting in the draft for them they went up got him told Alex Smith to kick rocks buddy we ready to we ready to move on to the next and they got three Super Bowl wins in the last four wins but you know what Kansas City also has Kansas City has a great coaching staff Kansas City had a great quarterback to mold him they had time for Pat to sit and learn like all these he only set for he set for 14 14 games I mean that's almost a whole season almost a whole season yes and I I will I would undercut that great Alex Smith is not a great he's not a great quarterback he's a okay quarterback and no and no I mean, one was yeah. calling andy smith a great coach prior to pat's pat mahomes no when coach. he was at philly stop it he, Knock it he off. was a good he was a, he was Knock known as off. the coach that couldn't get it Knock done it off. exactly but mahomes. he was still regarded as a as a knock it off you you trying to make no, a point but you're not no, being no, realistic andy Reid, of course he's not in, he wasn't in the echelon that he's in now winning all these super bowls but he was well respected as a very good coach. as an offensive guy, as just I can coach offense, but I can't win, can't win, you know, when I need to in the playoffs. Now he's an all-time great. And he's you know, in the what, right what situation for him, right? Coaches, what makes all-time great coaches, all-time great quarterbacks? I'm looking at you, Bill Belichick. Back, back back again. They it that's what you got it making, making taking risks and making um uh, guesses and hitting on those guesses is what it is what it takes to be great in this league in any in any avenue in life to be honest with you um drafting you Caleb taking drafting, risk, you taking a risk keeping Justin too right I mean both that, of them are risk. risk. That, so let's not is, act like only taking but, Caleb is the risk keeping Justin if we're being honest would be a ballsier move 
than drafting Caleb. Because if they draft Caleb and Caleb doesn't work out, it's like, oh, well, everyone said he was going to be generational. So you got that to fall back on. You've got a few more years to be like, he's a rookie. Give him time. Give him time. Give him time. So the easier, way easier route is to keep Caleb. If we being real, I meant to draft Caleb before being real. The ballsier move, if they were to get rid of that number one pick and keep Justin Fields, you don't think everybody would be called, well, not everybody, but a significant portion would be calling them crazy. You can't turn on one sports show, Greeny, all of them today, like Justin Fields out of there. We know he's out of there. You know, the Bears, they'd be crazy if they did. No, it would be a much ballsier move to keep Justin at this point than it would be to draft Caleb. Drafting Caleb is the safe move. Let's be honest. I cannot agree with that at all. What? You already, you already know. I'm gonna ask you, and I'm gonna explain it to you right now. What? Give me the adjective that you define uh, Justin Fields at right now as a quarterback. What adjective would you use? First thing come to mind. Uh, probably athletic. You wouldn't use a, another term as far as like I don't know how he is as a as a as a prospect as a, as a as a quarterback moving forward. Are you looking for like potential or a word like that? I don't not, know. I don't... Not potential, not potential. Um, because I've never heard anyone call him trash. Well, I have, but those are haters. I don't. Listen You've to definitely that. heard people call him trash, but they're but they're absolutely not, haters. They're not. I'm not talking about liars. I don't care about <laughs> what liars say. You're not talking about some of your some of the people who've been on this show. Well, and no one's been on this show. It's called him trash. No one. No one. I, Somebody I, who was on this show uh, every day on social media, he in every Facebook group uh, oh, going yes. off on okay, Justin okay. Fields and, and praising Caleb are, like he's. You are uh, correct. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. It, there, is a, there, there is a another contributor to the Frustrated Chicago Sports Fan Channel who's a Sox fan, Harry. He is uh, he is out on Justin. I mean, daily. Yeah. He okay. must have copy and paste arguments against Justin Fields because it be paragraphs daily. Daily. <laughs> you got to get his argument across, man. The more I people get, see I mean, it. I, you passionate about what you passionate about. All I right. get it. So outside of Harry, no, there's not many people that would call him trash. That more people, most people, as you said, he's got all the fan base. He's got you got the fans. He got all his all his compet his competitions ran for him. His teammates ran for him. Most people call him good, right? Okay. Most people you. call him good. We right. know Justin's good. We know that. We don't. We assume that Caleb can be great. So but it's definitely not. It's definitely that, not that Justin can't be great. Like I've heard. I mean, I see. I hear the assumption that Justin can be great as well. Like from Bears fans and non-Bears fans. I, I think it's more people who think Justin can be great. Now they make may make the caveat that he can't be great at the Bears that he needs a fresh start to be great. That might be the caveat, but I have not seen most opinions be like, nah, Justin Fields is washed. He's done. He's never going to be that dude. No, I think people think Justin has the same potential to be great. It's just that Caleb is the new shiny thing. Nobody's seen him yet. He's the freshman coming on the yard. He's the fresh meat that everybody's excited about. Oh, this could be it. This could be it because we don't know. Everybody's excited by potential. Everybody, it's like, oh, this could be a million dollars or it could be one dollar. Every disagree. show where you risking a chance to get something that you think may be, people will risk it because that's exciting. 
Potential I don't disagree. Potential is, potential is very, it's very, um, it gets people, it gets people excited. It's provocative. It, it is one of those it's things exciting. that, yeah, especially during right Justin now during the draft season. Same. I think that's why a lot of fans ride for, Ju I don't think most of the fans, myself included, are riding for Justin because we feel like his performance thus far has been, you know, knock your socks off. Like that's not what we feel, but we see the potential or what we think he can be if he's put in the right position with the right coaches, the right, you know, plays being called, the right teammates around him. And I'm not one of those people that thinks nothing's Justin's fault. Like Justin, especially this last year, I really feel like he regressed, like during parts, of it, especially the beginning of the year. I don't know what it was. And, you know, maybe it was Getsy and maybe it was a lot of different things, but I think he his game did regress, you know, at the beginning of the season, and then he got better towards the end. And then the last game, everybody just – I don't even want to speak on it. But so I'm not one of those people that thinks Justin has no faults and does no wrong. He definitely has things he needs to clean up, he needs to do better, you know, and all of that. But I think the potential is still exponential for Justin as well. I disagree. I don't – I think that after three seasons, what, 30 – 30, what, 35, maybe 40 starts Justin's had in his career. I think if you're still saying that there's potential, I think that answer's already been, I think that question's already been answered for you. I think it's like, you know, um, it, it is what it is right now. He's good. The ceiling might be closer than what you think. Um, like I, I've said this a lot of times, uh, a non-answer is an answer. You know, if you don't have, if you don't know what it is by now, then you actually do. Okay, so to that, let me just ask you a question. To that point, right now, save Patty Mahomes and uh, um, um, uh, CJ Stroud in their oh. first three, or maybe Joe Burrow, they first three years. You telling me vast majority of quarterbacks who go on to win or or have significant careers? Have always been for the first in the first couple of years, everybody knew they was about to be that dude. Come on, that's that's unrealistic. That's not even how the NFL was set up until very recently. These players were sitting for a long time before they even got it, before they even started playing consistently. So it's like now, if you don't come straight out of college, be CJ Stroud immediately. Even um Trevor Lawrence, who was supposed to be um the greatest thing walking the last time we heard. Even he, he's played well, but he's been up and down. He's they ain't went nowhere. What they did? They win one playoff game since he's been there. Yeah, one playoff game, two playoff uh, appearances. And Jacksonville no, didn't have a scrub one team. Playoff appearance. So again, it's like I think the expectation to say if in two and a half years you aren't who's the standard we would put at then? Who do you need to be playing like to not get cut off at two and a half years? So. It's not I, – I don't think that, you know, we can just say, well, it's too soon. I mean, that's the game now. College football is a lot easier than it was. I mean, college football is a lot closer to the NFL than it used to be back in the day, right? So a lot of the, a lot of the schemes, a lot of the schematics, uh, a lot of the offenses, they are very similar. So – and the money, the money drives all of this. We're, we got to pay – this is why we're having this discussion, because Justin's up for an extension, right? So we got to make a money decision more so than anything. 
if you haven't if you haven't made the decision for me and I got to make it for you based on everything that I've seen, then I'm sorry. That's is business. As Justin said on the uh, on the St. Brown Brothers podcast the other day, it is a business. And, it you know, as cruel as it is at, at some point, you got to keep it moving. And it just so happens that Ryan Pose, the, the general manager of the Chicago Bears, he set this team up perfectly to be able to have a extremely easy transition. Yeah, I mean, I get it. And I and honestly, like being a realistic person, I get the money aspect of it, right? I get reset the clock. Ooh. But at some point, you're going to have to pay somebody. At some point, you're going to have to pay somebody. And if Caleb is uh, this, you know, Messiah that that people are acting like he is, how much you think you're going to have to pay him in a few sure. years? So say we talking about winning in the next couple years, the whole thing, at some point, you're going to have to pay somebody, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, like that, I get the money argument. I get you can build a team, but at some point, you're going to have to pay the piper if that's the kind of quarterback that you have. And if Caleb is the move, then we'll see how he works out. Like, Poles did set it up, so hopefully he'll have a lot better situation than Justin did. And, you know, if he's our quarterback, like I said, I I hope he's great. But it's another point that I want to touch on, and it's fit matters, right? Pause. Y'all always doing little fake pauses, so I'm going to throw a little little pause in there. But fit matters. And you got Caleb who, you know – has been the golden boy, has been the golden boy, Had probably hadn't dealt with too much adversity. Coming into a situation in Chicago where it could be rough, you know, where it could be as soon as he's not playing well, if he doesn't, it's going to be like, why didn't we keep Justin? Like, how does that wear on him? How does he deal with that? Because it don't matter how well you play football, if you can't deal with the pressure, if you don't get along with your teammates, if you if you don't have, like, it doesn't matter if the fit is not there. We talked about Andy Reid. We, there's, you know, you could look at Steve Young or Brett Favre who didn't work out at their first team and they had to go to another team to be great. Fit matters. He could be the greatest thing smoking, but if he's not the right fit for Chicago, what do it matter to us? And that's my point. Like, I just don't know from what I've seen, you know, watching him, like, I hope he's great. If he's on the team, then I really hope he is everything that everybody says he is. But if the fit is not there, <laughs> then what does it matter? You are incredibly correct. Um, and that's one of my fears because, you know, we did. I, I still remember um, Cedric Benson. It, he was it was he was a ballyhooed um, draft pick. One of the better. I, I think he was. I don't I don't think he won a Heisman. No, he didn't win a Heisman, but he was he was he had a great career at Texas. A, again, a large fan base in college football, a very high um prominent fan base, just like USC. And when he got to the Bears, he was supposed to be supplanting a very popular player on the team and it and the, and it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. He was bullied. You know, truth matters. Truth of the matter was, he was bullied. And, it, you know, it pretty much put him in a bad, bad headspace and, you know, rest in peace to him. I do fear that to be a to be a um, not reasonable, but a likely scenario for Caleb. Um, but I also think that Caleb's got the mental fortitude. He's got the 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 ability to win, win, um, win, win the city and win 
win his teammates over. The sec yeah. all he has to do is do one thing: beat Green Bay. He beats yeah, Green and I, Bay, and everybody's cool at that point. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't be cool. I mean, I'd be happy with the win. I'd be happy with the win, but I don't know. I just think, and I'm not saying he. I'm sure he's mentally tough. And, you know, I'm not saying any of this to slight him. I'm just saying, like I said from the beginning. There has never been a situation where a number one would be coming in and not be the chosen one. There's never been a situation like that. You can't think of, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think of some, there's no comparable situation where you've had a fan base, teammates going hard for one person, have such, someone of such high caliber that they could get, and everybody's still choosing him. I mean, either one, both of them got egos, right? So Caleb sees this, Justin sees it. Like, how does how does that dynamic play? And I'm sure Caleb come in, comes in like a professional. Woo, woo, woo. He's still a kid, though. Like I said, he's still a kid. You know, he's been the golden boy. He can do no wrong. Everybody is hyping him up. But guess what? People are fickle. And if he don't come in balling out, them same talking heads that were saying he's the best thing walking are going to be laying out lists of why he's not doing well and all this and other. And all I'm saying is we've seen that Justin can deal with it because he's had to deal with it all time. He's played with the Bears. We know that he can deal with that pressure. We know he still got the locker room regardless of how well or not well he's played. All I'm saying is if Caleb doesn't have that ability, it doesn't matter what his skills are on the field are. So and and that's just something that makes me nervous. Your your nervous is derived from a an unknown, right? You're nervous about the unknown. You think Caleb will bust, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, not, not to say that you think he'll bust, but you're nervous about the, the, the possibility of a bust when you already know that you don't have a, a, a prototypical bust with Justin. True or false? Right, because any other scenario, he coming in as that number one, yeah, there'll be expectations, but it's still going to be that, you know, this is his first year, give him some time, you know, oh, this is his second year. It's still going to be that. But now it's like we got rid of Justin. We see, we just saw what CJ Stroud did, which was a miraculous. So now it's like, that's kind of the bar. If you're not coming in balling out like that and you're supposed to be Patty Mahomes and I do, I've been doing what Patty Mahomes did since high school. If you're not coming in showing the world that, nobody's giving you rope nobody i mean logical people will but i'm just saying like people aren't giving you the same rope that qbs were getting you know five years ago 
it's like do or die right now. We want to see results. So that's what I'm saying is because Caleb hasn't had that level of, of adversity yet, especially on a pro level and especially in a city that's not, uh, you know, Miami or somewhere where they're going to hold your hand and not be tough on you. Chicago media is brutal. Chicago wins are brutal. So that's the part where I'm like, how is he going to handle that if everything isn't rainbows and, you know, we not I'm, beating I'm, Green Bay I'm for the next sure. 10 years? He, he, he's got his feel of the media. He's been dealing with unfavorable media attention for the last half a year. Um, you at, at USC is in Southern Cal. He's been he's been uh, pretty pretty much thought of as the number one quarterback and number one player in the draft for a long time, and he's gotten and he's gotten a lot of scrutiny because the season didn't turn out the way his previous season did. So I'm sure he's he's developed some callus on that on in, in that uh, aspect. But going back to this, so. Again, you're the likely, not the likelihood, but the possibility of it not all working out is looms large. I get that. So let's talk draft for a second. Where would you like the Bears to spend that um, draft capital at the top of the top of the first round? If we stay number one, stay number I one, mean, if or we- if we stay number one, well, it's our pick regardless. What would you like to do, what sure. would you like for them to do with that pick? I mean, if we stay one, you gotta go Caleb, right? That's it. I mean, I don't want no other QB. There ain't no Drake Mays I'm trying to hear. Ain't no, you know, I like Penix, but there's no other quarterback name I'm trying to hear. If it's not Caleb, then it better be Justin. But I mean, I would prefer us to trade back. You already know my opinion. Uh, you know that I am a, a a a Marvin fan, but I don't think that's wholly realistic. I know that drive you crazy when people talk about getting Marvin Harrison Jr. But there are a lot of the needs on the team. So can we trade back a, a couple times if we need to? We already have nine. So, you know, we, I mean, if we want to grab another receiver, which I know you ain't trying to hear, we could do that at nine. So I'm I'm on the board of drafting, I mean, of trading back. So who and, and to get who? Because I think to go to number two and get Marvin Harrison, I mean, I, in a perfect world, I would love to have him and see what he could do. Um, but I don't think that's fully realistic. I think we have way other needs that we need to take care of, and that would be a luxury to have. Um, but I do think he need I do think he, Justin or Caleb, needs another viable target. Like we got DJ, but who else? Like even Komet, he's okay, a safety blanket, but he ain't Travis Kelsey. He's not, you know, so. We need another viable number two. We need it, and preferably a tall receiver. Why doesn't the possibility of Marvin Harrison Jr. busting, you know, scare you off of him? I mean, he could bust. I like, listen, and that's my thing. That's why I've never been super hyped about the draft because everybody can bust, right? Like, I mean, that's just real life. Anybody in any profession that gets hyped up and then gets a new job. It could not work out for you for a plethora of reasons. It could not work out because it wasn't the best situation for you. It doesn't necessarily have to do with the talent of the person. I just think that like what I've seen from him, you know, like his upbringing and being around the NFL for longer, I think he has a better chance to not bust, you know, and it's not, I don't know that we throw around, well, I ain't on Kevin White, Lord. I don't know that bust gets thrown around with receivers 
you know, to the same level that it does with QBs. Like very rarely does somebody say like, yo, you know, we took whoever and that receiver didn't work out at all. Like it's got to be a catastrophic failure. So I don't know what him busting would even look like. We've had Kevin White. The Bears have had bust up and down uh, up and down every position so that's why i'm sad to trust them drafting anybody because unless it's the the second or third round we haven't been great right so and not with this regime no um yeah we've had we've had busted wide receiver we've had busted tight end we've had busted off offensive linemen we've we've done it all We've, we've done that all we had busted quarterbacks i remember I remember another California quarterback we drafted back in the '90s who was a not a good player. No matter who you take, the the, the risk is still there. So you might as well do some. But deep it is, is it diving. easier to run your route and get open when you're that big, or is it or is it easier to to be the QB? Like, which position do you think is easier to play in the NFL? I know. I well, it takes. I don't think. I don't think easier is the. Uh, the well, question. that's why I, you saw the, my fake quote. I think. I think uh, it takes a while for wide receiver uh, wide receivers to catch on the league, and usually, usually, have them, usually, uh, they pop in their second and third season. Quarterbacks obviously is the more difficult decision. I mean, more difficult position because they are the the coach on the field. But I will tell you this: I would rather have the quarterback. Because the quarterback rises all the other positions around it. All the wide receivers get better with a great, better quarterback. Tight ends, offensive linemen, all of them, running backs included, all of them get better. I would rather take the quarterback. I would rather take the chance at a good, at a better, greater potential quarterback than to take that same risk with a wide receiver. Wide receivers don't make quarterbacks better. Wide receivers don't make teams better. No, no, no. I'm definitely going to challenge you on that one now. I'm definitely going to challenge you on that one because we've had this discussion before. Joey B, when did he really start popping? When who got there? When he, when they upgraded the offense. First, no, first name comes to mind. When first who got name there? comes to mind, Jamar Chase. Okay. Josh Allen really started popping when who got there? When they upgraded the offense. And they got a new, they got a number one target for him to throw the ball to, Stephon Diggs. Okay, great. So let's not act like, save maybe Tom Brady, uh, every every QB is just out there throwing at the scrubs and it don't matter who the receiver is and they never need. No, 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 that's not the point I want to make. No, no, you're right. I'm not not saying that a great quarterback and a great uh, wide receiver can't make beautiful music. No, I'm saying... Going if you if the if the choice is between one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. I want to take I'm taking the quarterback because he's a he's the tide that raises all ships mm-hmm. versus the wide receiver who you know. I mean they don't raises they, his they quarterback don't. raises they, no, his quarterback. That, that's that's not raises that's not his quarter. Okay, raises his quarterback. Gotcha. Okay, okay. No, Thank no. you. I appreciate you for agreeing with me. You didn't want to. You didn't want oh, to so no, bad. No, but it does. It does. It does it may well, it may help. Yes. Okay. Fine. It will help quarterback. the quarterback look better. Yes. If, if you okay. have if you have a dynamic playmaker, yeah, you make the quarterback look better. Great. Okay. Um, right. Again, the quarterback makes everybody look better. Okay. So DJ, did he not let make Justin look better this year? Didn't you say? Didn't you say Justin had a regression year? He. 
look well i don't mean better in comparison to himself but i'm saying better than what he would have looked at like without dj i i don't i think justin's looked the same to me um versus from year two to year three i think justin's looked the same had he did he have more better splash plays with dj on the field absolutely um do i think dj was utilized correctly in that offense with him and justin absolutely not I think they could have done a lot better. But do I think uh, the addition of DJ made Justin, you know, perform a lot better? Not really. Mm-hmm. So you, okay, so you would call Justin what? A good quarterback? I call him a good quarterback. I think I think Justin Fields is a starter in this league right now for at least seven teams, if not more. Okay. 17. So you think he like middle of the pack? If we looking at the whole league, yeah. or is he upper middle upper of the pack. pack? Middle of the pack, not elite, not great, good. So he's after 10. He's oh, yeah. 11, 12, somewhere around there. Uh I feel more comfortable saying just saying 14, 15, just without a blanket list, without a full list in my face. I'd rather say 14, 15, just to be safe. Okay. And from your opinion, from what you see from Caleb, you feel like He's going to be in what amount of time? Let me, you know, answer the question, then tell me in what amount of time you feel like he is going to be elite. Oh, no, I do not. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to box okay. me in. I did not say okay. I feel like he's going to be elite. I feel like you have to make the decision to take him because of the potential and because of some other factors, mitigating factors. Some of them have to do with Justin. Now, if I had to ballpark it, everything breaks right for the Bears. He should be, he should be a top 10 player by year two by after conclusion of year two so you don't and okay on the flip side you do not think fields has the potential to be elite um good question uh again and not gonna box me in the same concerns i have about field okay the same concerns i have about fields today are the same concerns we had about fields after year one if that if that is still present, there's no reason to believe it's never going to change. It's never going to go past that. And the reason why you don't have, you you cannot um, assume that it will is because you got to pay them. You got to pay them on sight, on sight unseen, at least with the other choice. I can see it while I'm not paying him a lot of money. Again, that's the only argument that holds any water to it's me whatsoever. Really everything, <laughs> everything else is uh, speculation and hoop dreams. Like that's the only thing that holds water. Because to me, both of them got the same potential to be elite. They do. Like you, it may be think. I, is there not things you said? There's things that you think Caleb does better than Justin. Are there not things that you think Justin does better than Caleb? Um, Justin is a lot more athletic, as you pointed out, a a lot more athletic. He makes the deep, just, and just because of the presence of his athleticism, he makes the defense have to respond to him in a different way that they would have to respond to a a quarterback of less athletic uh, prowess. Um, they have to, they have to allocate, um, resources to check him vertically, sideline to sideline and to check his arm strength. So they got to make sure they're not playing too far up because they'll get beat over the top. That is that is elite level. I mean, you, you would love that from every all your quarterbacks. They have to 
that type of uh, chess game that you that you play with somebody with that type of skill skill set is immeasurable. Unfortunately, we didn't have the offensive coordinator who had the brain capacity to develop a offensive scheme around it to fully take advantage of that. But you know, neither here nor there. Um, now with Caleb, Caleb is the one thing I've noticed about Caleb, and I'm not, I ain't breaking down tape, nothing like that. I ain't doing all that. I don't, even, I don't watch Pac-12 games to to that extent. Nobody does. No. Right. So what I have noticed out of Caleb is that he has the ability to move the pocket, press the pocket, and keep his eyes down the field. The play is always 15 yards down the field. It's always, it's never anything. Um, I don't see my first read. I got to chuck it. I got to chuck it away or I, I put myself in a bad situation. I do like that ability out of Caleb. And that, and that, I think that's one of those things that they say, this has got some Pat Mahomes flavor to it because he's just, he, he, he keeps the play alive long enough to just make something special happen. Will that translate to the, to the, to the pros? Valid question. I know you're going to go there. Um, the Bears don't have a pocket that he can step up into. As of right now, they don't. I mean, they just made some cuts, and that pocket was pretty, you know, duct tape, and it, it was better than it needed to. It was better than it really was for most most parts of the season. And I put some of that on Justin. Justin made the offensive line look better than it it was, and in some cases, he made the offensive line look better look than worse. it, yeah, look worse than it was. Yeah. So, um, so to to answer your question, those two things are the, the two glaring differences between the two quarterbacks. Outside of that, we'll have to see. But more times than not, he made them look much better than they were. And that's my thing. It's like people, people, you know, are down on Justin. But it's like if you watched every single game, which we did, and which most people didn't, they looked at the highlights and all that. If you watched every single game, you saw how many plays that Justin made out of literally nothing. And that's what I'm saying. If you drop anybody else in the exact position he was in, would they really have done better? Like we well, keep naming no, all no, these. No, no. If you if you put you said any quarterback, if you put any quarterback in that position, I know for I know for damn sure a lot of them are not having the same amount of four quarter turnovers as Justin. And a lot and of them are on yeah, Justin. I, that's something he's got to work on. Like the last drive, I think, what game was it where he finally had a game-winning drive and I, I I didn't know what to do with myself because, like he does, I don't know if it's getting hurt. Like the play calling and all of that plays into it too, of course, but he does have those issues as well. So like I said, I'm not a person who thinks that um, Justin with, is without blame. But uh, what I'm saying is he made some miraculous plays that would have been losses had it been majority of other quarterbacks, let's say that not every single quarterback, but majority. So it's got to be, it's got to be some balance to it too. From yeah, my I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah. It, it, where no one has, is at least not us. We're not dunking on Justin's for his shortcomings uh, or where, you know, where he could, where he could have been better. Yes. He, there are some places where he, where he can, there is some work necessary, right? Um, his ability to understand open for the NFL, you know, take chances more so with your arm instead of leaning on your leaning on your uh, ability to run the ball. You got tr- yeah, yeah, tr- trust your trust your tools. Um, not needing to see the wide receiver, the receiver exactly. not, open. You, you got to throw, throw them open, open sometimes. 
yep. instead of seeing them open for a long time before you throw the All ball. Um, taking that that leads to taking sex. That led to him being hurt, and we had to deal with Tyson Badgett for a month. Um, and the turnovers talked about that. So these are things that we were that we were all talking about this same stuff again. Year one, we're at year three. Decision has to be made, and I'm sorry, it's a business. Um, it's a business, but Caleb got turnovers and hold the ball and do all that too. So again, if you know we we can do all this like oh he looks down the field and whoop whoop, but he he has turnovers as well. If you watched him this past year and against the top defenses. And let's not talk about because everybody gives the same, you know, Justin excuses. Caleb gets excuses. Oh, they don't have a defense. Uh, all these excuses he gets. But guess what? The defense, when he was playing good defenses his whole career, what did he do? How did he play? His Throughout his career, Caleb, when he played top defenses, he had one good or decent game. The rest, he did not at all. So look it up. Look it up. I, I encourage you to look it up. When he played top defenses, his personal performance in one game was good or decent. The rest of it, it was subpar at best. So again, it's one of those and things. Again, not, and not I'm gonna ask, him. are you talking about his, you talking about his whole career, even his Heisman year when he played Heisman year? Yes, we're counting the Heisman year. Yes, so but top defense. Top now defense. I'm not just talking about like I, look it up. It's a stat. I can't believe you haven't seen it all over social What's media. What's a top? I thought defense? I sent it to you once, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I was feeling like laying off Kayla for a day, and I ain't sent it to you. But when he played top defenses. He had one good or decent game, and the rest of it was like, yeah. So, again, you know, no knock to him, but college is a whole different world than the NFL. So when he gets to the NFL and all these defensive players have heard that he's the best thing smoking and they ready to take his head off to show him welcome to the NFL, that's all I'm saying. So it's a different world that we're talking about with Caleb. And Justin, and Justin has seen what it is. We've seen what it is from him. We don't know what it is from Caleb. And one more thing I just want to throw in now. The Bears are so frustrating to me as an organization. We've already talked about they don't draft well, like all these different things. But the, the way they make moves are so asinine. So you kept the coach, right? You get rid of the offensive coordinator. We already didn't have a defensive coordinator because who knows what the team was doing this year, okay? They were going all kind of shenanigans. But now you kept the, the head coach, which was he was well-liked. I get some of it. But now you do the same thing that you've done for the past two QBs. You bring a quarterback in under a head coach who may be gone next year. I, it, it's nonsensical. Like, what, if we was going to go with Caleb and we knew from the beginning that we were really leaning out, well, why didn't we just clean house? Why didn't we just get a whole new coaching staff Start fresh and new. Stop letting these coaches pick a QB and then it don't work out. We fire him. Now we bringing in another coach that didn't draft this quarterback. I don't understand what we do as an organization. It's it's mind boggling to me. Well, it, it is a new regime. So I will let I will stall them out and let let them show me what their what their organizational plan is before I just lump all the history of the of, of the team onto Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren. Um you asked me a question earlier. When do I expect Caleb to be phenomenal, right? I'm going to ask that same question to you. When do you expect Justin to go get to get to that level where you ex you think he can hit? Another year, two more years, 
I mean, I think I think it's got to be next year, right? And every year it's going to be next year, right? Uh, but I especially think, I, I mean, if, and it's looking like he's going to go to another team, you give him a little bit of a Justin period. So maybe the next year or two. But, I mean, it's got to be soon. I'm not saying Justin has all the rope in the world. But if you look at a Josh Allen, if you look at a, a – there have been QBs who still have their issues. and and But they have made – substantial changes they've gotten the offensive pieces that they needed they've gotten the coaching and the guidance that they've needed and you see the potential right every season people like josh allen the best thing he throw you know interception after interception it's like what's wrong with josh allen is he not and then it's back to okay josh allen is that dude so it's just some players that you're gonna have that give and take very rarely are you finding that pat mahomes regardless of how many times people want to keep calling caleb williams the next pat mahomes he may well be, but that's that's a rarity. That is not the norm in the NFL. And if we can get the, it, that's right, the reason why you take the swing. And that's right? what I said. If we can get it, great. But how many? Like, ain't no guarantee either way. So it's like, no, what? No, there's no guarantee. So yes, let me right. ask you. you okay, you're, you're so right. I ask you. Do you feel like he gives you Pat Mahomes? I don't. I don't. I definitely not putting that on him. I'm not putting that on him. I'm. I'm only in this for what makes the Bears better in the immediate future. I don't know if he's Pat Mahomes, but the idea that he might be Pat Mahomes is what has got me intrigued. I'm like, I know Justin is a I Pat mean, Mahomes. Drake, I know Justin is Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, Justin Day may not even be Lamar Mahomes, Jackson. Like, hmm? Justin may not even be Lamar Jackson, but the First idea all, that Satan may not even be like Lamar is chopped liver. That's not, I mean, that's not a that's not a shot. I'm a that's not a shot of Lamar. I'm a huge Lamar stand. I am a stand for Lamar, but Lamar is not Pat. But if Caleb can be in Pat Pat like, we gotta take that swing. It, you but, know. Okay, so you to your point, Pete. There's a lot of comparisons between Justin and Lamar. Is do you feel like that's Justin's lane? Like that, that is elite Justin to you is uh, Lamar. No, I don't think Justin Sealing should be Lamar. I don't think Justin Sealing is is set at Lamar. No, you I, think I, that's I just, too I high just, or it's not high enough? No, Lamar's a two time MVP. There's only been 11 two time MVPs in the world. Lamar's a Hall of Famer today. Um, I don't think, but I, I'm not, I'm not being lazy with the comparison. I don't think that's his, I don't think that could be, that's his only ceiling just because they get lumped in together. Because they have a certain playing style that kind of reminds people of the other two. Um, Caleb's, I mean, not Caleb's, but Justin's ceiling is undisclosed. I think, you know, I think if, one, if we move on from him, and you don't know if we are or not, if they do move on from him, I think that's a signal to the rest of the league that his ceiling is close. It's, may, he might be at it already. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know. I think enough teams see his potential and see what most people feel that the Bears mismanaged him, whether you think it's all on him or just like, I can agree with that. I don't think anyone would disagree that he wasn't managed to the best of his potential. So I don't think people are taking that as. uh, you know, um, indication of his value. Again, they're looking at it like, Caleb Williams is supposed to be the next Pat Mahomes. So who wouldn't go to – even if you had – I mean, I think there's probably a handful of QBs, teams, that if they had this choice, know for a fact they wouldn't go Caleb. So 
I don't think that has any bearing. A handful of teams would not would try to try to go get this uh star quarterback that's no that's no, no I'm saying prospect? it's only a handful of teams that would say no we're good on Caleb. Oh that okay. what we have is so great we don't need that's what I'm saying. So uh, I don't think it has any bearing on Justin's value. They just thinking all right, they want Caleb and here's Justin. Nah, yeah. I don't think that's a slight on Justin. Okay. I, I don't look at it like that, but that's fine. I, I mean, that, that that's fine. That's fine as well. Um, I mean, you're right. Justin can go can go to another team, and he might end up having a Ryan Tannehill. He might, you know, figure some things out and become a Pro Bowl quarterback with the next squad. Um, who another example of that would be Drew Brees. He can become a Hall of Famer with the next team. You never know. Um, however, it is starting to look like that it won't be here unfortunately for all of our all of us justin fans and bear fans um so we're gonna start wrapping up you got any like last words you want to send everybody home with tiff no i just i mean i i agree with you like the unfollow on social media like all that stuff it's like the writings on the wall to me that uh justin's air with the bears is over which makes me sad because I think he's a great player. I think he has a great future. I hope he goes to um, maybe the Steelers. That's my mom's team. So at least I'd be able to kind of cheer for him there. Um, maybe oh, I hope he goes somewhere. I'm going to cheer for him wherever he goes. Like, like I, I Anywhere mean, I, but Pittsburgh, please. Anywhere I mean, but Pittsburgh. That's my mom's team. So I'm not going to go against, I'm not going to go against black and yellow. I'm not going to go. I grew up, you know, watching them with her. So I'm not going to go against black and yellow, but I, I hope he goes somewhere that appreciates him, sets him up for success, builds around him, believes in him. Um, Cause I do sad to my heart, feel like it's definitely over. And we, if we on that Caleb train, then I'm a, I'm not getting this jersey. I'm going to keep this Fields jersey, and I'm probably going to wear it to the first few games. It is what it is. But if he shows me something and we, you know, we in the Super Bowl in the next few years, then we, we could talk about it. <laughs> talk about it, huh? Okay. I might get my nails done in his honor. We'll see. Well, I, we'll we could talk about it. Wow. We'll see. That was we'll see. unnecessary. <laughs> I just said I might get no. my nails done in his honor. What? Un we'll see. Unnecessary. <laughs> um, you need to bear down a little harder than that. So, <laughs> um, my last thing I had to say on this: um, the team that won the conference, the San Francisco 49ers. They made it that way in large parts because they have superstars surrounding a quarterback that they ain't paying. They paying minimum wage to probably even less than that. Probably got slave. They probably playing Brock Purdy slave wages. Comparatively, um, your window is 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 as wide as it is when you can surround a, a quarterback that you're not paying big dollars to. Not trying to pay a quarterback Dak Prescott dollars to. Dak Prescott wants sixty million a year now. Your best shot to be great to get to the Super Bowl that you just mentioned is to do is to strike while the iron's hot. Unfortunately, that time has run out on the quarterback we have now because we do have to pay him. And if he's not here, I hope someone pays him handsomely and he has a great season. But if we're going to roll that, if we're going to make the make the risk, swing for the fences and try to hit a home run to make the Super Bowl, possibly winning Super Bowl, then we got to take some risks. 
take drafting a quarterback at number one comes with incurred risk. You're not going to win at craps without rolling the dice, right? You're not going to win the lottery without buying a bunch of but I bought a bunch of scratch offs. Coffee Gosh, to the wind. There you go. You gotta go <laughs> throw coffee <laughs> to the wind and let the and, and let the chips fall where they may. Um, you we talked about CJ Stroud a lot this this episode. We talked about Pat Mahomes a lot. The Bears have avoided making the right decision at quarterback a lot in recent history. Um, they traded they traded around CJ uh, Stroud. Will Anderson, Javon Carter, a lot of great players this past draft. There's no way they draft that they trade down and do that same thing again. Not in consecutive seasons. I think the the writing's on the wall. We've avoided quarterback for a long time. We've avoided making that making that decision. It's 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 now or never. You can't do it again. You can't do it again. This franchise doesn't deserve another decision like that. Um, Thanos would not have. All the all the stones in the Affinity Gauntlet. If he let some something he loved, a player, a player that's as popular as Justin Fields, stand in his way of destiny. I mean, got to happen. I guess, but I'm just gonna leave you with you called out the 49ers and they have a a game manager or whatever you want to call Brock Purdy surrounded. Whatever you want to call him, I'm throwing it out there because that's the knock on him. But he's not an elite QB. No. But you have him surrounded with elite talent. And guess where mm-hmm. they got? So all I'm saying is it's not one lane to get to the Super Bowl. It's plenty of teams that them won with quarterbacks that ain't anywhere close to elite. So, and maybe where the NFL is going, maybe that won't happen as much anymore. But we keep acting like if we ain't got, you know, Pat Mahomes, then we never going to get there. And I just don't, I, I don't think that's logical. I don't know if this, if he is Pat. I mean, it looks like he's coming. So, I hope he is. I, I hope he is the second coming of, of Patty Mahomes, but I ain't I gonna have his jersey no time soon. I'll just be that. Uh, we'll they'll settle for you having this poster. Um, but nah, we can't agree. Nah, we, nah. we can agree on this. We'll go DJ or something like that. Eh, okay, that's fine. We can we can agree on this though, right? Bear down. We want the Bears to be successful. Bear down. Always. Always bear down.